I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is Flummondiddle. Your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, John, even more than once. Yes, Keith. And so before we start, we're going to do a very controversial conspiracy theory oriented podcast. But you know, the truth is we recorded this once before. Yes, we did. Some people would have you and I think that it was just a power outage that stole this podcast, but it may yeah. have been the Rosicrucians I think it was, that man. broke into my computer and stole that file key. So what are we talking about today for the good people of the podcast universe? Um, the Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones, Keith. For those of you who have no clue what that is, think of it kind of as a weird like uh, Stonehenge in Georgia. Yeah, it's Guidestones, and they're located in Georgia. And um, they are controversial, John, because they are. not because of what they are, but because of what they say. Because of what they say, Keith. What they guide you to do, What the stones guide you into. And Keith, the reason this came upon our radar here recently is like somebody blew them up or something, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know when. Did you get that? No, it w- but it's it, here within it, it, the last yeah. two or three months, which is why yeah, we recorded pretty recently, this. Right. Before the Rosencrucians Rosen yeah. came and broke into my computer and stole this podcast. So y'all listen in because they don't want you to hear this. Right. This has been a topic of controversy for years, I years, would say. Um, politicians have even gotten involved in this. And so... Um, and we'll explain why and what we're going to do, John, is we're going to talk about the less controversial things first, right? Absolutely. Let's just tell them about what these things are, Keith. Let's do so, that. You want me to start? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So back in about 1979 mm-hmm. and 1980, mm-hmm. some cat by the name of R.C. Christian showed up in this little place called Elberton, Georgia. Yeah. And he commissioned... This guy, they're locally a granite smith, I guess, for lack of a better word, a granite worker. Right. Like we want to, we want to do these huge granite stone things that are like a quarter of a million tons or something like that. Two hundred fifty thousand pounds, two hundred fifty thousand yeah. tons. Let's go ahead like and that. get into the description all of right. them, and that so, way they'll know what we're talking right, about. Go the ahead. Nineteen foot, three inches 19 tall. Nineteen feet, three inch tall. That was each stone. And there's four of them, right, in a in a X pattern, but the X is not touching each other in the middle. Right, there's but a, they do. There's, there's a cap in the middle. Yeah, the there's cap. like a cap a that, that holds it all together. Um, total weight is 237,746 pounds, pounds, or for our UK and Irish listeners over there, 107,840 kilograms. So think, if, if you're not picturing this well, for at least folks around here in our parts, when we think of granite, Keith, we think of maybe like um, cemetery headstones. Or countertops. So, countertops is a good one. So imagine mm-hmm. a countertop or a cemetery headstone that weighs a quarter of a million pounds and is 20 feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Four to six of them. Because you got the four, then you got something in the middle, and then you got the capstone on top. Right. Now, All these right? ain't like the. Um Stonehenge is in the fact that we don't know who put them there. Right. That, like, we you know, we know it wasn't, they didn't just pop up overnight, you know? It wasn't just aliens. Or they're not ancient. Yeah, and they're not you know? ancient, nothing like that. Well, they, we don't know if it's not aliens. It could be aliens. It could be aliens. They could have uh, Everything could be aliens. It could be. Um, but we know that some dude showed up and, and commissioned this on the exactly. behalf of... Who we don't know who, and yeah. that's what we're getting at. Some that's, group. But Some group. He, the... Is believed that this group had a lot of money. Well, they had to. Because, because this guy gave them an outrageous price. Gave right? them an outrageous price. Just said, okay, sure, we can do that. 
he really didn't want to do it, the guy there in Elberton, so he gave him, an, I don't remember the exact amount, but let's just say it was a huge prohibitable sum. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this guy's not going to want to do it. He said, okay, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, it's kind of like when a plumber don't want to do your plumbing. So yeah, he says, yeah, I'll do it for like a thousand bucks. Yeah, and you're like, uh, no, I'm good, you know. Exactly. Let me call a different plumber. And then they don't call you back. Right. And then you can't ever get a hold of a plumber. I'm telling you. It's a problem, That's man. a business I've had to go that into right now. I tell you what. There's a market for it. I could plumb the depths of that and mm. come out. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, this guy did that though. He gave him an outrageous price because he didn't want to do the job really. It, and the the guy who was asking was like, "Okay, that'll work." Didn't negotiate with him, you know. Didn't try to talk him down. Just like, "Yeah, that's, that, yeah, no money's no object. Let's do it." And so they commission to get this built, and they, they get it built, and they get it put up, right? Exactly. And that was back in what, 1979? 79 when he built them, Keith, and it was mm-hmm. unveiled on March 22nd, the night of 1980. There you go. All right. So just to, to give people who are from around these parts, this might help them out. This place here, Elberton, Georgia, is about 30 miles from Athens. Right. Which is, uh, of course, the University of Georgia, the Bulldogs. Athens is a great town. You may or may not like their football team. Anyway, REM, widespread panic, drive by truckers, great music town. About 100 miles from Atlanta. Okay, it sits on the highest point in this county. Yeah, and uh, and they so bought about five acres to put did. this on, and allowed the people they bought the land from to continue grazing their cattle and to have usage of that land. Right. While they did, while they did their thing, Keith. No, right. it probably made it easier to maintain. Right. Absolutely. You got some cows eating the grass. You ain't got to worry about cutting the grass. All right. So this guy R.C. Christian shows up. We don't really know who he is, and and this isn't the meat of the podcast. We'll no, we do know meat. though that that was a pseudonym. It was a pseudonym. It even says, I think, on in the inscription that it, like that's a pseudonym, but right. it don't say what for. Right, exactly. But we, we know what we think it's for, right? People speculate that that comes from the idea of the Rosicrucians key. Right, Red Cross Christian or Christian Rosencruz. Exactly. Uh, so R.C. Christian. So to give you an idea, that's kind of like an esoteric group, kind of like what we might call Gnosticism. Yeah. It had... Uh, Jewish mysticism, Christian Gnosticism, kind of a secret mystical order right. that some people think have uh, some kind of control over the world. Yeah, people they, in they, like high places, and they believe they had secret knowledge. Secret and it knowledge, was a doctor yeah. who started it, and he only would allow other doctors to be a part of it. Okay. Right, and he was supposedly would teach them the the mysteries of medicine and the universe and stuff like that. And so they were, you know, they were a self-righteous group who thought they were going to save the world. They had the knowledge, man. We don't. Just the the peons didn't have the knowledge. um, And that group has gone on for centuries, you know. It Um, has. Absolutely. So in a nutshell, that's who they think this group was who commissioned these guidestones. Some people do. Some people What's so funny is, like... The conservatives think it's the liberals. The liberals think it's the conservatives. <laughs> the Christians think it's the devil. The yeah. Satanists think it's the Christians. Right. They, like they, everybody thinks it's some weird. And you, and y'all set. understand why why that is once we start exactly naming off what's on it. So just to go ahead and tell you a little bit about that, um, there is some suggestions on these, and you're like, wait, there's there's a bunch of them. 
for it to be just like 10 suggestions. So what's the deal? Well, it's written in eight different languages. So that's why there's four stones. All right. Because on each side of the stone is a different language. Exactly. Can you tell us what those eight languages are, Keith? Do you I have can. that handy? I do. It's English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindu, or Hindi. Hindi. Yeah. Uh, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. And um, those are supposedly the eight most common languages in the world. On this earth. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, too, before we get into what it says, which is the real controversial part, Keith, let's tell them what's going on. These guidestones were not just set willy-nilly out upon this land. They're oriented towards the sun and celestial bodies and objects, Keith. Yeah. Right? So they're purposely designed to track the sun's east-west migration during during the whole year, year year-round. All right. So during an equinox or solstice, which we're coming up on here pretty soon, it's about to turn fall, right? If you stand at the west side of a mail slot carved into the guidestone on an equinox or solstice, solstice, you can see the sunrise over the horizon. Yeah. The far outer stones, Keith, are positioned to mark the limits of the 18.6-year lunar declination cycle. There you go. All right. So an eye-level hole drilled in the center stone mm-hmm. permits the viewers to locate the North Star. There you go. And Keith, we can tell time with it too. A small hole drilled near the capstone serves as a sundial. Yeah, so it's a giant watch. It's a giant watch. It's a giant something or other for sure. (laughs) All right, so at noon every day, a reading of where the sunbeam hits the center column allows one to pinpoint the exact day of the year, Keith. Okay. All right, I mean, so now just in case we don't have calendars and watches someday, you know. Well, and we will some always people suggest that, that maybe should there be a nuclear holocaust or something, yeah. this could be a standing monument there to the go. the values that should guide men. So Keith, let's do, you are we ready to start with some of these values? Let's do it. Let's We're going to go now. in reverse order, remember, yes. so we can so cuz some of these are like, yeah, we can get on board with that. Right. All right, Keith, so I'm going to start with the first one. If you go in reverse order, you can go on board with it. Do what? Yeah, if yeah. you go in reverse order. You'll see what All we're right. talking about. Here so, be not it. a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. There you go. That okay. sounds good to me. I'm on I like that. that. Hey, yeah. God created this beautiful planet that we live on. We yeah. want to take care of it. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt was a big fan of that, right? He Teddy. made all them national parks and said, hey, we need to preserve this stuff, right? We want to preserve the beauty of what we have around <laughs> us. Okay, I, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, and so far, apolitical, right? I think no matter what side of the aisle you're on, what you believe in, religious-wise, anything, everybody wants to take care of the earth, right? Let's do that, kid. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to hit the next one? You want me to hit it? Uh, you hit it because I right. don't have it in front of me. All right. I got it here. You're going to hit them all. I'm going to throw them up to you like softballs, Keith. Here comes the next pitch. The you ready? You, yeah, Prize ready. truth, beauty, and love. Seeking harmony with the infinite. With the infinite. All right, that's a little vague, but we, yeah. we hear some hints of some God, some higher power, some creator. Yeah. We hear some stuff there. Right. Okay. I, but I, I mean, the first part of it for sure, you know, is is that something we all truth, get on board beauty, with. And love, truth, man. beauty, absolutely. And love, yeah, man. Who doesn't like love the truth? everybody? Beauty and love. Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. All right. Hey, this is nice. This is another one. All right. There, we're kind of seeking the infinite. However, that may appear to you, right, right Keith? The next one. We want to balance personal rights with social duties. Now, that makes sense. Absolutely, Keith. I love the freedom we have, but mm-hmm. if my freedom impinges on somebody else's situation. I think it was. I can't just do whatever I want to. Right. Wasn't it Spider-Man said, with great power 
comes great responsibility, John. Yeah, I think somebody said that before him, but Spider Man, I bet said it too. Oh, okay. Well, I got it out of Spider Man. <laughs> but um, hey, I ain't, I ain't hating. So it's uh, that's the way it is. Freedom is power. You know, that's something that we have here in America that some people don't have, some right. countries don't have. But we should be responsible with that freedom. Right. I don't have the freedom to treat you bad or to right. treat you ugly or mean or hateful. That's right. not the Well, you have the freedom, freedom to, but you shouldn't. No. Because you should have self-responsibility. Right. Right. And, 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 and that's what that, love, that's basically what that. that's that's saying, right? Just, I like that. Yeah. Have some freedom, but also be aware of your fellow man and make sure that you're taking care of your fellow man in whatever way that means whatever that means to you. Right. Absolutely. So, so we can all get on board with that one. I'm good with that one. All right. So I, I hear this. I, I'm hearing freedom again with this, Keith. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Man, I think we can all definitely get on board all with right, that. So one, we're right? talking kind of a limited government kind of situation here. Yeah, I and guess that you know, if you're an extreme we'll liberal or something, you might be a little weary of that one. You're like, okay, that, talking about small government now. You know, we're getting political but a little bit, but not too bad. But you know, in our day and age, bad. I think most of the stuff Even, is, yeah. is big government. It's right. just what part of it we think we needs needs to be big. Exactly. Whereas yeah. this is saying, let's just avoid all that. Yeah. Let's just keep it, it it's in as a certain simplistic sense. as possible. I think right? in a certain sense, Keith, it's appealing. They're, they're seeing some innate goodness in, in humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're created in God's image, let, let, let's let that goodness flow out. Yeah. You know? so, all right. But useless officials, I mean, let's do away with that. Let's that sounds good, man. I like it. They're hitting something here, right? All right. We're, we're going good so yeah. far. Okay. Okay, so the nuclear holocaust has happened, and now I'm reading like, oh, okay, I never heard of that before. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. All right, so next, Keith. We're getting into the home stretch here. All right, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Okay. All right. That's not even a bad thing. Let's think yeah. back to the Nuremberg trials. Let's think post-World War II, where yeah. Nazi officials were brought um, to the world courts like in Nuremberg. So if you've got stuff going on in your own nation, handle that with your courts. Yeah. But if there's nation against nation, I like this, Keith, because I can see something positive here. Let's don't just go to war and start bombing people yeah. or shooting people. Let's see if we can yeah, come we've together done that and agree. through different conventions and stuff like that. We have. Come together and try to figure things out and um, come up with... Uh, what uh, rules of war and things like that say hey no matter what we don't need to use this stuff right right let's um, do this or we've do had that. a little bit of that but i can see where some controversy could start creeping in because yeah. you know you, you start especially when we start to add some of the other ones you're talking about new world order or um what do you call it, world government type yeah. stuff and there's biblical things to that as well you know so right i can so, see where some of the conspiracy theorists will start they're to, starting to creep in yeah here, they're starting, starting to ring to the bell in. a little bit here but they they are calling for the autonomy of nations here. Yes, that's nationalism. But when nation right? versus nation, yeah. let's not go to war over it. So we're just teetering on that line now. Yeah. I see where some people have a it's concern a little vague. About that. Yeah, you really either side on that one you could, could be like be like, oh, I like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. We either could go side, with that. Yeah. We could go with that. All right, next, Keith. Okay. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So that kind of we're going backwards though. So yeah. that kind of balances that out. Like, okay, we see the rights of the individual. Yeah. We see the rights of nations. It's not mm-hmm. just a one world kind of thing here. We see fair laws and just courts. Yeah. I mean, I want fair laws and just courts. Yeah. Not every country has fair laws and just courts. Absolutely, you know? so Keith. That's, yeah, it's good. All right. So, all right, let's go to the next one. So far, we're still running along. Okay. We're. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of controversy creeping in. But next, Keith. All right. Rule passion, faith, and tradition. And all things with tempered reason. 
Well, that makes good. I mean, that sounds good to me. Say that one more time. Rule passion, faith, and tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Okay. All right. So now, if we're thinking about the Rosicrucians, now we're getting we're slipping into that elitist mode, right? Yeah, a little that bit. tempered reason. Yeah, it's, it's kind of vague. It's the, it's the poet philosophers yeah. like Aristotle talked about that really, you know, just the everyday peons like me and you, we can't. Maybe we're not equipped. Yeah. To handle that. But the Rosicrucians be, are key. Somebody needs to be reasoned for us, right? So we're not, Might we're not be somebody enough. needs to do the reasoning for yeah, us, Keith. I, I hear but that. Rule passion, faith. I get that, though. Rule our passions, our faith and tradition, all things. Which but still not reason. super controversial. Still not super right. controversial. All yeah. right. So, all right. Now, this is interesting. So, unite humanity with a living new language. Oh. Now, let's think about that, Keith. Mm. We've got eight languages, the eight most prominent languages or historically yeah. prominent languages on earth. Now, I can so, see where people will be controversial about that. Now, now, are they calling to abolish all these other languages yeah. and create a new language? or they're like that, I mean, language. and that flies in the face of diversity, right? Does right. It not? I mean, that's kind of a big thing in America today. It's know? huge. And the, uh, the language so, thing is huge. I don't know huge. about that, you know. So, that's, that's that whole melting pot versus salad bowl kind of thing. It is, right? and but way more than that, even though because we're talking, if we're talking like one language, mm-hmm. that no matter if your background is from the American South, or yeah. you're from Russia, or you're from the Ukraine or China, yeah. or Swa- you know from Swaziland. And, and is it gonna stop there, John? Are they gonna tell us our southern accent ain't good enough? I mean. You ain't gonna take my accent from me. You can't you do it. You ain't gonna take my guns, my accent, my. You know. You can't you, take you that. You can it. take the boy out of the the country, I, but you right. can't take the country out of the boy, huh? That's right. So I'm just I'm just saying I can see where some controversy creep in. All right, there, new language, yeah. and I love language. I love words, Keith. Yeah. Oh, now we're ta- starting to get into some. Now we're going to get serious. The final two. Yeah, it's going to get bad. But what's so crazy is these weren't the final two. They were the first. They two. were the first two. So now, if you read them in order. You, you're starting off already with a, I ain't going to listen to nothing, nothing. This, these got people got to say. Yeah. So, Keith, let's get back to some Nazis okay. on this one. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about is some eugenics, Keith. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Mm. I'm thinking guiding reproduction. That sounds like some communist China or something, you know. They, yeah, they've tried, even they've more tried so. that out. Didn't seem to work too well for them. Yeah, and even more like more like you said, Nazism kind of stuff. Guide reproduction wisely. If you're guiding reproduction, whoever's doing the guiding generally ain't shooting for diversity. Yeah, they're shooting for blonde hair and blue eyes. That's that's true. Yeah, and I mean. Yeah, that's that flies in the face of freedom for sure. You know, tell me how many kids I can have and what they're supposed to look like, right? Yeah, or who can have kids with who? Yeah, exactly. Hey, we're gonna put Keith because he matches up on this criteria with Betty Sue yeah. over here. Like or, Keith is like this just incredibly good looking guy. So right, we gotta exactly. make sure that you know his genes get passed on. Exactly. And yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that's, that's not. It cool. depends upon your genes, Keith. Right. So. That's scary, and and if we got into this a little further, Keith, let me just pull up my notes here real quick while we're here. There was a thought that this R. Rosencruz that we talked about earlier, I wish I could find it, and if I don't have it, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but he was connected. There are some 
who think there was like some uh, was it a uh, Nobel Prize winning physicist oh. who was also a racist and eugenicist. Oh, okay. Who might have had some stuff in here? As a matter of fact, seems like he was from Iowa or somewhere. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Here it is. All right. In a 2015 documentary, Keith, the Dark Clouds Elbert, uh, over Elberton claimed that the Guidestones were paid for by Herbert Henzey Kirsten, a doctor from Iowa described as a white supremacist, supporter of David Duke and the KKK. Kirsten was a friend of Robert Merriman who published Common Sense Renewed in 86, a, bo- a book which claimed to explain the Guidestones. Kirsten was also associate of William Shockley, a Nobel laureate in physics who was also a white supremacist and eugenicist. So they think this guy may have had something to do with the Guidestones? Yes, what you're saying? might okay. have had something to do. Yeah. So, which that would fit in yeah. the whole Nobel Prize in physics. There's your elite Rosicrucian yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Dirty Iowa wins. Golly, man. We love you if you're from Iowa. (laughs) Iowa. We love the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. There you go. All right. All right. Now, here's the biggie, Keith. Depends how you do this. Number one. All right. Number one. This is is where it starts. This is where it starts. So, for everybody, maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. There you go. Now, there's a big problem with that, John. Big what's problem with what's that. that problem? Problem is what? Now, there's probably seven and a half billion people. Yeah, close on to eight. Earth, I close think. to yeah, eight. Now, eight billion on Earth people. already. Yeah, so what are we going to do with the other seven and a half billion? Right? Well, I guess the elite are going to take care of that. Yeah. Some suggest, though, Keith, those who are not, I wouldn't call them apologists, but would suggest that maybe it's not quite as. Um, dark as it sounds is that maybe these were supposed to be something that we mentioned still standing like after they after, suspected that we're not yeah. we're not doing this stuff now so maybe there's a nuclear holocaust yes or and so all the wandering world that are roaming through event event. or something like that yes. that happens you know a zombie apocalypse if you not will. that that yeah. still makes the rest of these good that we've right. already talked about with the guiding reproduction and all that but that maybe they're not just talking about killing off about seven-eighths of the world's population. Right. It's, it's supposed to be like a, a restart, a starting over. If nature over, says, yeah. look, you're not in balance with me now, Yeah, and I, I'm going to uh, rebalance you. I'll be honest with you. My personal opinion, though, is I don't like that anyway because the Bible says to be fruitful and multiply, and I just don't think there's anything wrong with it, you know, multiplying. And I believe that our earth can handle it, John. And, uh, I, I, you know, and I— I'm with all these other things. I think we need to protect our earth. I think we need to find ways to coexist with nature, with God, with God's creation, and coexist right? with each other, and coexist with sure. each other. But I just don't, I don't like that at all. And I think that right there is why it's so controversial because it starts with that. It right? starts with that. Keith. Yeah. So let me just say this, and you know, we've got a third partner here that's mentioned who is never on camera, never on uh, microphone, but we call him the Shug. And uh, just in honor of the Shug, I would like to shout out his favorite singer, Yoko Ono. Yeah. Who Yoko called the Guidestones a stirring call to rational freedom. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I, yeah. Why. I heard that Yoko Ono actually liked this. And um, so I have a quote from one lady, Katie McCarthy. She's a researcher at the Anti Defamation League, and she studies extremism and conspiracy theories. She said in an interview that it makes sense that the monument would draw the intense interest of people who believe in far-reaching government plots. 
She said the principles laid out on the Guidestone advocates for things like depopulation, eugenics, a global government, and these ideas play into the conspiracy theories about a new world order. Right. She said it's proof to them that the global elite is plotting to kill off humanity. Kill them off. So... Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's some controversy gonna happen when you start off with, "Hey, the world only needs to have about 500 million people," although we're at eight billion now. Right, now. exactly. So, so even if they're they're saying that's after, you know, a, a world-ending event, they're still saying that we got too many now. You know what I mean? Right, and exactly. That, that that that's not good. You know, and I just a lot of people disagree with that. You know, so sure. All right, so this is an interesting little thing. People have defaced the monument. So, Keith, in 2009, a man stole a six-inch cube of granite from the top of one of the guidestones. Yeah. Four years later, that had been 2013 for those of you who don't do math very well, <laughs> police arrested William Jeremy Ellis in the middle of the night as he was trying to replace the cube of granite he had stolen. Keith, he explained to the police that he didn't want that weight anymore. How, how much could six inches of granite weigh? I mean. Well, it was a heavy psychic load on him, apparently, <laughs> Keith. The voodoo that they put on yeah. him. He was having nightmares about it. So let me tell you this, Keith. And the, the security must have been fantastic if he climbed on top of them. And, yeah, you know, there's no security. That's <laughs> chiseled out know. six inches know, of right? granite and then put it back later on. You know? So they're sitting around outside of Elberton, Georgia, yeah, enjoying them some Budweiser's or whatever they might be doing on a Friday night. Hey, y'all, let's go up to them big rocks in Elberton and chunk, get us a chunk off. And had no problem doing it. Exactly. <laughs> so interestingly enough, Keith, a tablet in front of the monument mm-hmm. declares, let these guidestones... Or let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Yeah. Guidestones to an age of reason. to an age of reason, Keith. And they did end up, actually, after um, some defacing of the monument, put up a camera. Um, but they only put one up facing one direction. And so, like, if you, I mean, it got you any kind of the back intelligence of the at all, you can just sneak to the other side of them, you know. And, and that's what they did when they blew them up, I guess. Exactly. You know? So on Wednesday, July 6th, Keith, mm-hmm. 2022, at approximately 4.03 in the morning, a sudden explosion destroyed one of the Guidestone's five tablets and damaged others. As a result, Keith, the remaining parts of the structure were bulldozed and removed. Renewed. Renewed. That's the word for the day. Renewed. That's the that's the mess up word for the day. Yeah. Renewed. Remember, we said we were gonna do that too. All right. Renewed. (laughs) No motives nor suspects have been identified, Keith. Now that's at least. But while we're doing this, let me check, Keith. You just keep the mic rolling while I check for us about okay. some Georgia Guidestones. I got you. And I'm going to see if anybody has been convicted any of that. Yeah. I don't know if they caught them on camera or what, but... There um, was a car or something that they yeah. saw coming up. I know they were trying to find them I don't know if they've had point. any um, recent stuff happening or any recent news of that, but let's, let's check. All right, so what happened to the American Stonehenge? Now, were these owned by the... Eberton County government or something like that. Or? Seems like they gave them right to they it. Gave or them something. rights to it. I or can't something remember. Like that. Yeah, it was a it was a crime to deface them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It says the investigation is underway, so I'm not seeing I'm not seeing that they made any headway. They're just kind of rehashing the story, and this this is a New Yorker article. Well, some politician that did it. It's why they ain't found nobody. Right. Everybody's, everybody's paid off. There you go, Keith. That's it. Yeah. They're the ones who deleted our 
our podcast episode. I know, man. They stole they stole it. They broke in the Rosicrucians. And you better save back this one up a bunch. Well, I'm going to dead gummit, I guarantee you. Dead gummit. So I'm not seeing anything. I'm just looking to see if there's any new news since we recorded it last time right. about any breakthroughs in the case, Keith. But I think this case is what we would call ongoing. Ongoing, Keith. yeah. All right. Well, what you got to add? Um, not much, I guess. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, you mentioned that coexist earlier. Have you ever seen them bumper stickers? Yeah, coexist. I, I hate them things. I hate them so bad. Why? Because it's like, why does somebody got to tell me to coexist? Like, how self-righteous do you got to be and be on your right. high horse to tell other Maybe. people to exist along with you? Yeah. I don't know. I man. can see it. I exist with people. I know. but Race, why? color, read, sexual orientation. It just seems self-righteous for somebody to, 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 like, oh, I coexist with people, but I need to tell you to, too. You right. know what I mean? I, just I feel you. That's why I have hate breed and Grateful Dead stickers on my car. I hear you. You know what that says? That says you should listen to Hate Breed and Grateful Dead just <laughs> like me. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you shove so. capos too on your guitar. <laughs> and what now? Shub capos. I don't know what that is. Shub is a very famous brand of capo. You know the little capos oh, okay. that clamps down. So you got on a, a bumper fruit. sticker that says Shub capo. Yeah, capos. just a Shub capo. Shub capo, Hate Breed, and Grateful Dead. Yeah, but just in case you forgot, John. You need to coexist with people. I'm going to coexist, Keith. I'm glad we're coexisting yeah. together right this minute. And, hey, I encourage – that's a good – hey, I think you're coexisting, Keith, so I'm not even going to tell you to <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you ain't got to. Because if you're really uh, walking the path, bro, you know what? You're just loving people. You're loving oh, yeah. God and you're loving man as yourself. Yeah, so I get some what the bumper sticker means. You get the I principle. Get it. Of I get the principle. Let's get along. Of it. No matter yeah, what. let's get along no matter what. But it just seems a little self righteous. It just seems self righteous for them to think that they're the the person who needs to tell other people to coexist because they're doing such a great job of it. So exactly. I they tell probably did the George Gaston. <laughs> like here, here's a sticker to the Age of Reason. There you go. They have some kind of secret knowledge we don't they know do. about. Exactly. <laughs> They've got the secret of coexistence. Yeah. All right, Keith. That's all I got, man. That's all I got, man. I'm John. I'm Keith. And hey, live, love, and just be nice to nature and your fellow yeah. man and don't try to kill them off. And we really appreciate all of you out there who listen to us. And yes, absolutely, man. Thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, it's a busy time of the year for us, so yeah. we're going to try to get a podcast out every two to four weeks because it's just, there's, you know, in this part of the world, there's work, maybe there's even multiple jobs for some of us. There's football, there's band, there's basketball, and soccer, there's lots of stuff. Going on, so. Anyway, we love you guys. Grace and peace. Peace out.